I don't know if you guys ever experienced this. But one of the things I've noticed, especially whenever I was a seminarian and lay person, is every time I generally go to priests or generally you know, seek spiritual advice, the answer kind of was always the same. You got to learn how to trust in the Lord. You got to surrender to God. You got to give yourself over to Him. And I gotta admit, I've been a priest in a year and a half. I too give that advice all the time. Because, I mean, let's be honest, is there really much else to give, much else to say? I mean, we're called to surrender ourselves to the Lord. Never forget, in the breviary, the book of prayers that the priest prays and the whole church prays, also known as the Liturgy of the Hours, week two of the officer readings, there's an antiphon, the first antiphon. And they say, and the antiphon is, it's, it's my favorite antiphon, it's really the only antiphon I remember in all the breviary, but it's my favorite one. Surrender to God and He will do everything for you surrender to god and he will do everything for you that sounds beautiful but the problem that often comes whenever we talk about surrendering to the lord and trusting in the lord and giving ourselves over to the lord is we often don't know how to do it what does that mean does it mean we just like sit in the church all day and just let god pay our bills and let god go to work for us and let god do our homework Good luck with that, if you want to do that. It's not how it works. So if that's not how it works, and yet obviously we can't just take over our lives and run our lives ourselves, where, does, where do the two things intersect? Where does grace and nature meet? So where we can, if you will, surrender to the Lord without becoming a statue. And I think the best way to study this, the best way to study this tactic, is to study this gospel passage. In this gospel sad passage, we have the story of Bartimaeus. And this, and this is a very practical four-step story on how you and I can surrender to God. Four, I'm not going to say easy steps, but four simple steps. Steps that if we can master, we will be on the path to surrender to God in no time. The first thing you have to do, you and I have to do, is easy. Actually, it's not easy. I've got to stop saying that. It's simple. Acknowledge our, your situation. We've got to acknowledge where we are in life. This is really, really, really hard to do. I've heard a wise Jesuit once say, you know, God, God always meets us right where we're at. The problem is most of the time we don't know where we're at. We think, you know, we're these like big bad people and all reality we're very small people. Or we think we're really small people and in all reality we have a lot more power than we realize. We usually... Don't really have a good gauge on who we are. Self-knowledge isn't exactly our, us as human beings' strong point. But that's the strong point certainly of Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus recognized that he was a blind man. That everybody else could see but that he couldn't. And he recognized that he was helpless. He could do nothing on his own power to get better from blindness. He was doomed. He was finished. He was completely helpless, and because of that, he was spurned into action. Because of that, he was spurned into action. And, and now, this is a great lesson for all of us. Before we can approach God, before we can ever talk to Jesus, and before we can ever expect to have a real relationship where grace intersects with our nature, where God actually touches our lives, we have to recognize our weaknesses. We have to recognize our failures. We have to stop and rest and reflect on where we need help. 
where we may have been trying to get better, where, where we may have been trying to grow, where we may have been trying to advance, and we've come up short. It's just not working. We need to acknowledge where we need healing if we're ever possibly going to approach the Lord, if we're ever going to be spurring to pray from the heart like Bartimaeus did. Now I know some of you, maybe even me sometimes, look at our lives and think, I don't need any healing. I'm good to go. I'm financially sound. I've got my family's great. My job's going okay. I got nothing to worry about, Padre. This is for everybody else. Congratulations. Well done. To which I would always respond, and I do run across these people sometimes, and like I said, I am that person sometimes. But always ask, who taught you to hold a job? Who provided for you and gave you the education that you needed to go out and get the work that you needed to get the finances that you have? By, who, by whose measure? Was it all you that has led to peace in your family? Was it all you that allowed basically the harmony that you have with yourself, maybe with your wife, with your husband, whatever? Can you honestly answer yes to those questions? If you, if you do, you're obviously not really paying attention. The fact of the matter is, is every single ounce of success that you and I have is not because of our own doing. Yes, we do have a factor to play in that, but it's generally we're playing with the tools that were handed to us. We're playing with the education that was given to us by somebody else. We're, we're dealing with, we're dealing with the, 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 the knowledge and the skills and the gifts that was given to us, not by ourselves, but by the Lord, by God, which is a whole other level of, of self-awareness, recognizing that every single thing that you have that you have going for you was a pure gift from the Lord. It wasn't necessarily your doing that wound you up in the spot that you're in if you are so-called successful, but rather a pure act of love coming from the Father, an act of love that you and I do not deserve. And if we can recognize that, we can recognize our failings, our ailments, and the fact that even if we're doing well, we still need Jesus. And once we can recognize that, we can then approach our second step. Our first one was acknowledge. Acknowledge where you're at. Our second, relate. Relate where you're coming from. This is perfect. Bartimaeus, Jesus, Jesus looked at Bartimaeus and said, what do you want to do for me to do for you? This is the perfect example of prayer. God wants us to talk to him more than we want to talk to God. God desires our hearts more than we desire him. Just the facts that matter. And this is a perfect example. Jesus looking at Bartimaeus and saying, what do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus is being honest. He's being honest. How often do you and I go to God and we just, we just open our hearts and we offer up all these pious platitudes that mean absolutely nothing? Jesus, you're the Lamb of God. Jesus, you set me free. Jesus, wow, you're like so nice. Whatever. That's boring. That does not get to the heart of the matter. What does Bartimaeus say? Bartimaeus doesn't just sit around and flatter Jesus. He says, Master, I'm blind. Help me out. And what happens? He did. He helped him out. But it's the perfect example of how we are called to pray. If you have no money, tell God that. If you have no friends, tell God that. If your family's going crazy, driving you up the wall, tell God that. Don't keep this stuff in yourself. I, I see this all the time. What do we do? 
we go in front of God and, you know, we pray and we pray for about five seconds and we get bored and we leave the church. And then we go tell all of our problems to everybody else in the world. What's going on there? It's supposed to be the exact reverse. Why are we dragging everybody else down with all of our problems, all the stuff going on in our lives and completely ignoring God in the process? That's the key to surrender of bringing our stuff to the Lord as it is so that he, like Bartimaeus, can heal us. And so that's the third step. Once we, re- once we relate, relate what we've acknowledged, relate our weaknesses, relate our infirmities, relate the things that we are just so ashamed to talk about to the Lord, then we can do the third step. This might be the hardest step. Receive. Receive what the Lord is giving to us. I had a priest who once, who once told me, one of my first pastors, he used to say, Jesus Christ is the word made flesh, not the ear made flesh. So you can't just go to the, the Lord and, you know, sit there and yap and yap and yap and yap and leave and say like, man, I did a great job praying. No, you didn't even listen. What the, what this is an encouragement to do is sit and listen, sit and, and pray and be quiet and receive. That's what Bartimaeus did. In fact, that's ex- the exact words that Jesus said whenever he was talking to Bartimaeus. What did he say? He said immediately. Actually, it's not the words that Jesus said, but the gospel said. Immediately, he received his sight. He received his sight. He didn't take his sight. It was given unto him. And that's key to if we're really going to pray. We have to take that time to be quiet enough the Lord speak to us. This can be very difficult, guys. I'm not going to lie. Because sometimes what will happen is we'll go, we'll bring all this stuff to the Lord, and what do we get? Radio silence. <whistles> Nothing. And we come like, oh, you know, Jesus isn't talking to me. Well, maybe he is. Maybe he's talking and telling you you're not the center of the universe. Maybe he's talking and telling you, look, man, you just need to calm down. Maybe he's trying to get you, you to, to get your heart to be quiet in the midst of all these troubles and afflictions. Even silence. Even quiet is a message from the Lord. And I think it's something that a message that you and I can very well listen to and very well receive. Sometimes it'll be an inspiration. Sometimes it'll be a great idea. Sometimes it'll be a great thought. Sometimes it'll be an incredible consolation. All these things are good. They really are. Those are things that we can receive from the Lord. Not bad things at all. But once we've received, then we've got to actually do something about it. Then we've got to actually take, an, take a, our fourth and final step. We've got to respond. So our first step, acknowledge. Second one, relate. Third one, receive. Fourth one, respond. This is the key. This is like the hinge of all prayer. Guys, if you and I are not responding to prayer, then prayer is not a benefit to any one of us. In fact, it becomes a hazard. It becomes a trap. And it's a great way for you and I to wind up, you know, not in heaven. And so it is not a good thing. And here's why. How many times do you and I go to prayer and go to prayer and go to prayer and just do nothing once we're done with prayer and just go along our merry way, pretending like we've actually done something? Pretending like the prayer that we've just prayed has had an impact on us. What prayer can do if we're not responding, prayer can end up fooling ourselves into thinking that we're growing, into thinking that we're getting better, into thinking that we're getting somehow becoming greater men of God. And what happens is we end up thinking we're right here while really we're right here. And so that's why this fourth and final step is so critically important, to respond. You and I will receive inclinations in prayer. You and I will receive ideas. You and I will receive silences, consolations, all kinds of stuff. 
And what we need to do is make resolutions after that's all said and done. Is to make a resolution like, okay, this is the problem that I brought to the Lord. What is the Lord telling me to do? What is the Lord leading me to go? Where am I going after this? And then that's whenever we can really start to grow in prayer. That's whenever the prayer actually has an impact on us versus if we just kind of let, let, leave it in the chapel and never ever bring it out. And so those are the four steps, real, real simple, on how to surrender to the Lord. Acknowledge, relate, receive, respond. Kids, if you want to turn this into an acronym, what does that say? A-R-R-R. R. This is the pirate prayer. All right? Too easy to remember. All right? So look. So guys, real simple, real clear. If you want to trust in the Lord, if you want to surrender to the Lord, it's easy. Pray like a pirate. Amen.